0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tech Talk Tuesday show. My name is Amanda McCullough, and um, we are here today to talk about the Naval X Midwest Tech Bridge. In the studio with me today is the director of the Tech Bridge for the Naval X Midwest Group, which is um, Ann Fields, and also Dr. Julie Shaft, who is the deputy director. How are you ladies doing today? I'm <laughs> doing great. How are well. you? Thanks. Awesome. Okay, so as everybody is probably aware at this point, you guys have the opportunity to answer an icebreaker question for us so we can learn a little bit more about you. So the question that you both have picked is, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? And we're gonna start with Anne.
1: The best piece of advice that I've ever gotten is actually from my mom and she got it, I believe from Abe Lincoln. Um, it is put your feet in the right place and stand firm. Um, that's always resonated with me in a lot of different ways in my personal relationships, in parenting, in my professional life. Um, I always think it's important to kind of do that leg work up front, talk to your team, listen to those around you, figure out where to put your feet. And then once you figure out uh, the best path forward, uh, stand firm in that.
0: That's good advice. Thank Thanks you. for sharing. All right, Julie, your turn.
2: The best piece of advice that I have received is to choose optimism. And I do this because whenever I'm in a difficult situation and I focus on the good that's around me and the positive that I can see, uh, it definitely helps me stay motivated and get through any kind of difficult situation.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So to kick us off a little bit, Ann, why don't you tell us, um, you know, how you got started at Crane here and what your role is?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am the Naval X Midwest Tech Bridge Director. I've been a Crane employee for about, gosh, how many years now, eight years now, I started in 2014. Um, I've been a task manager, a logistician, a branch manager, and then I took the um, Midwest TechBridge job in March of 2020. Um, not the greatest time to start a position that involves um, engagement with the external world, um, but it's been really great so far. Um, I've learned a lot in my time as the TechBridge director, and I've in- enjoyed it quite a bit.
0: That's awesome. So how would you like define the Naval X Tech bridge to someone that's never heard of it before? Because we probably have a lot of people that are listening right now that are just like brand new to hearing about this and all that. So how would you describe that to someone?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Naval X and the Tech bridges are sort of two different things. Um, but specifically to the tech bridges, um, the department it's really a Department of the Navy initiative to try to connect, non-traditional performers um, with the Department of the Navy. So to kind of break that down into layman's terms, you know, we all know of the Northrop Grumman's, the Raytheon's, the SAIC's, those traditional prime contractors that do business with the Department of Defense and the Department of the Navy. Um, the Tech Bridges still certainly work with those individuals, but the Tech Bridge goal is to really um, transition technology to the warfighter but that technology, um, we're trying to source it from different organizations in what we call the external ecosystem. So that's small businesses, innovators, academic institutions, different different organizations that may not have traditionally done business with the Department of the Navy. Um, the tech bridges try to be. A bit of a community manager to understand what's available at their sister warfare center and what's available um, to the the surrounding community. So it's a it's a great opportunity for folks outside to kind of connect into the Navy. Another way uh, I've heard it described is that
0: tech bridges can be a belly button into the Navy. Okay, gotcha. So what does it really mean? for organizations to work with the tech bridge then, like how does all that kind of come about and stuff?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's really no one-size-fits-all solution to that. It looks different really every time we talk to somebody. Um, But there have been myriad different ways where we've worked with someone. Um, An example is um, an organization uh, reaches out to a tech bridge and says, hey, this is the technology that I have. Um, best case scenario, that's a technology that the affiliated warfare center is interested in and there's a connection made between that business and the government point of contact. Um, that's best case scenario. In other circumstances, um, there have been uh, times where you know a technology or an organization reaches out to a tech bridge and then they hand them off to a different individual who who might be able to help them through the process.
0: Okay. So okay. Anne, what are some of the local goals of the Tech Bridge?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's really kind of four, four goals that we have. The first one is to expand and engage the internal and external network. So the way we think about that, the internal network is really folks at NSWC Crane. So that's the, the managers, the task leads, the engineers, the folks who are closest to the problems are who we call our internal stakeholders or, or our internal um, ecosystem. The, the external group is really everyone outside of the crane gate. So that's small businesses, innovators, or as one of my other tech bridge directors likes to say, the garage guys. You know, some guy who's in his garage just innovating. Um, that's prime contractors, that's academic institutions. Really, anyone outside of the crane gate who has um, a technology or could potentially be a stakeholder to help solve some of those problems. So our goal is to expand and engage both of those networks. So to understand what the internal crane team is doing, and then try to understand what the external ecosystem is doing with the intention of making some meaningful connections between the two of them. So that's the first goal. The second goal that we have is a targeted calendar of events. So um, if you guys like and follow us on LinkedIn, or if you see some things that we're doing at the TechBridge, or if if you do get involved, you'll see that we have sort of a battle rhythm of events annually that focus on that first goal of expanding and engaging that internal and external uh, ecosystem. So we do um, Tech Tuesdays, we do, we're do. we working on what's called the Midwest Defense Innovation Summit, so a larger event uh, that includes some of our um, neighboring states. Um, we've helped with a conference called the Hypersonics Innovation Conference. So really it's kind of a, a targeted activities that we do to try to bring folks together to kind of get to that major goal of being a super connector. Uh, The third goal that we have is to foster uh, the utilization of our Cyber Physical Systems Lab. It's a lab that's out at the Westgate Academy and it is actually hosted by our partnership intermediary agreement, the Indiana Innovation Institute or an organization we call IN3. So they're a great partner. They actually host that space for us and it is an asset for the community around here. It's It's a place that has a little bit of a maker space, it has um, some collaboration space, and then some meeting space as well. So it's a great, great asset for folks to be able to collaborate off base. So as you guys know, it's a little bit difficult sometimes to collaborate with the Department of Defense or Department of the Navy because you have to go through gates, guns, and guards to meet, <laughs> meet the guy that you want to talk to, right? So the Sci-Fi Lab is a great place to kind of get together and chat with people without having to go through all that. And then finally, and most importantly, the, the fourth major goal that we have is championing the NavalX innovation pipeline. So really that is the idea of sourcing a problem from our internal stakeholders, that group that we talked about earlier, sourcing a problem that, that plagues the warfighter, right? And then leveraging that external ecosystem, that those folks that we talked about outside the gate to try to help solve that problem and then sort of push it through um, this innovation pipeline uh, where we get to finally uh, prototyping, fielding and sustaining that product. So it looks different so you know it's rarely an end item but it can be a little bit of technology it could be an algorithm it could be a a wire for a a microwave tube whatever it is it's trying to help advance technology for our warfighters so that's our
0: final goal you know hearing you talk about some of these things what if like a, a like a business is watching right now and they're thinking well i might have something you know that I could help out with, or that I could be involved with this process, but like, I don't know how, mm-hmm. you know, to find out if what I offer is what Crane needs, or, you know, just sitting back and saying, I don't even know the start of what Crane needs for something like that. So what's your advice for them, you know, that are listening right now saying, how do I get involved?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there are, there are 18 different tech bridges right now. So they started with five in 2019, and they've expanded to now 18, and they're looking to add more. Um, most of the tech bridges are co-located with a warfare center. So um, you guys may or may not have have talked about this in previous podcasts, but Crane clearly has a a niche of things that we focus on, right? Mm -hmm. Across our three technical departments. Now each warfare center has different um, niches as well, right? So uh, for example, um, one of of my dear friends um, who is another tech bridge director is the tech bridge director down at NOC TSD in Orlando, Florida. So TSD stands for Training Systems Division. So at the Training Systems Division in NOC TSD, uh, they focus on training systems for uh, multiple folks within the DoD. It's not just the not just the Navy. So if someone was a gamer or someone has some technology that might be valuable uh, to the work that they're doing, I would make the connection to uh, Diana down there at NOC TSD. So I guess I say that to say. Um, not, not everything always looks the same, right? So I would recommend that folks reach out to the regionally appropriate tech bridge director. So if you're anywhere from like Pennsylvania to Idaho, I may be the one since we are the Navy and there's not very many naval installations in the, in the heartland. Um, but uh, that person could really try to direct you in the in the right area. So if you're interested in microelectronics or hypersonics or some sort of Marine Corps expeditionary work, crane might be the right fit. If you're interested in some sort of corrosion or you know training systems, I would try to find the right warfare center for you and the right point of contact to connect you. And then, of course, once that contact with the TechBridge director is made, um, we can also connect you to the partnership intermediaries, which are the people who kind of support in that area and also are connected to their local ecosystems. Um, and then likely they would make the connection to the technical experts within the Warfare Center. So that's kind of, it's you know, not, doesn't work perfectly every time, but that's really the the overarching concept is how you kind of connect in okay. and get to those right people that would understand your technology and could potentially be interested in your technology.
0: Yeah. So is there like a list of like tech bridges you know, online where people can look if they're maybe not, you know, obviously like local to crane or something like that. Maybe they are watching from another area or something. Is there like where how do they find their like nearest tech bridge?
1: I don't know the the URL off offhand. It's something. If you just Google Naval X, um, you will find or Naval X tech bridges, you will find the list of the eighteen sure. tech bridges and each of them are hyperlinked. Um, what I would encourage folks to do, is to kind of read through the different tech bridges, what those tech bridges are focused on, um, and then also um, do a little research into the warfare centers associated with those tech bridges. So you can learn a lot about where your technology may fit and which tech bridge director is most appropriate to, to reach out to.
0: Okay, gotcha, thank yep. you. Yes. So, um, Julie, how long have you been at Crane and tell us a little bit about your role. And last time uh, on our previous podcast, you introduced yourself as the Agreements Ninja. So I feel like you've got some stiff competition because now you're like the other side where you're talking about being the deputy director. But tell us a little about your role at Crane.
2: Sure. So um, I am also the deputy director for the Naval X Midwest Tech Bridge, in addition to the agreements administrator. And as I mentioned previously on the podcast, that those two really overlap well, because as Anne had talked about the tech bridge, and it's a lot about building those connections. And then as the agreements administrator, I'm able to formalize those connections through different kinds of agreements, like the cooperative research and development agreement, or the partnership intermediary agreement. So it gives us opportunity to do some formal Exchange and be able to have further in-depth conversations. So I just celebrated my seventh work anniversary at SWC Crane, and I'm still just just as excited as I was on the first day I came in with my badge. Uh, so and then before that, I was a contractor for about eight years. So definitely have my heart here at Crane. So in my role for the Naval X-Men West Tech Bridge and the Deputy Director position, which I've been serving for about the last two and a half years, I just continue on the mission as Anne shared and just broadening that net of our partners and ecosystem partners that we collaborate with and we bring into Crane and then also that we connect Crane with outside of our gates. I help with different projects such as prize challenges. Uh, Another really fun Project that I've been supporting with for the TechBridge is setting up introductory meetings for all of our technical divisions at Crane, bringing them out to the Naval X Midwest TechBridge cyber-physical lab space there at Westgate. And we're giving them tours of the Sci-Fi Lab, inter- introducing them to the TechBridge and sharing what all we do. Um, also introducing them to our intermediate partner, the Indiana Innovation Institute, and therefore we share with them what we can do and we try to bring out any kind of problem sets that we can grab onto and help support the technical side there at Crane.
0: So can you give us your take on what some of the benefits are of the Naval X Tech Bridge and how people you know, can benefit from using this resource?
2: Sure, so the Midwest Tech Bridge, some of the things that we do that helps benefit is we further advance technology and we do that through our partnerships. We connect those people outside of the gates, as Anne had mentioned, to the technical people at Crane. So we're establishing this broad net of problems and solutions and being the tech bridge and having the resources that we do, we're able to do it in a very agile fa- fashion, which is the whole point of, of the tech bridge is being able to do things quickly and swiftly and be able to really aggressively go after any problems that our warfighters are fa- are facing.
0: So Anne, you've been talking a lot about collaboration and stuff between businesses and the government. Can you explain like, some of the benefits that come from both the business side and the government side from this involvement?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, there's really myriad um, benefits on both sides of the house. Um, I guess first, um, one of the things that I'll mention and just seems like a good example, um, one of the mechanisms that Um, tech bridges and NavalX uses to kind of get things done is uh, called prize challenges. And I think we'll have a future segment on prize challenges specifically. Mm -hmm. So there's a teaser for everybody. Um, But uh, a little example of of one that we did before, Uh, we did a prize challenge here locally called artificial intelligence for small unit maneuver. So um, the Naval Special Warfare Organization and our Expeditionary Department here at Crane were having some problems um, with algorithms for uh, drones to do different things. And um, we received funding from the Office of Naval Research um, to put on this prize challenge. And what's great about a prize challenge is it's really open to everybody. And so we had a lot of different organizations participate during that prize challenge and um, was really great because the government received some of the work that was done. There was an understanding to, to what these teams were doing. And then the teams received a benefit of, you know, understanding what the government problem is. They got some relationships built with different folks in, in the government. And, um, what's really nice is those prize challenges actually serve as, um, Past performance, so um, there's a lot of a lot of goodness that comes from that. So that's a, a tangible kind of financial output. Um, I think if we're talking just you know day to day um, non financial interactions, um, it is always beneficial for our crane engineers and folks to understand what's going on in the ecosystem around them. Um, there's innovation happening everywhere, so it's really important for our folks here at Crane to understand what's happening outside the gate. Um, also, it's important for uh, those folks outside the gate who have not done business with the DOD to understand ways to do it. So, you know, another thing that the Tech Bridges um, do is make kind of pertinent connections with folks that may not even be inside the gate. You know, the the P the economic development folks in their community, um, the Chambers of Commerce. That's um, something that the Tech Bridge uh, tries to have relationships with. So there can be a benefit benefit there as well to kind of make those connections outside the ecosystem to kind of um, get people down the path um, to to doing business with the government. Okay. I hope that answers the question. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So for um, either of you on this question, um, for those that are listening that maybe are with a small business or a new startup company or something like that, is there like requirements on, you know, like what size the business has to be or how long they have to be in business to work with the tech bridge? Or do you guys just kind of you know, help anybody that's in that situation? How does that work?
1: We help anybody who's in that situation. So it can be, like I said, a garage guy. It can be um, a larger organization. We are happy to kind of, you know, talk to anybody. Um, We do have, you know, Matt Burkett is the small business deputy here at Crane. So if it is a specific small business, um, we oftentimes bring him in as well. Um, But there there can be a connection with the tech bridge there. But it really is anybody who's interested in, in learning a little bit more.
2: So another benefit that um, you can also gain from leveraging the Naval X Midwest Tech Bridge is by following us on LinkedIn or our website, uh, just the NavalX Midwest Tech Bridge. And on there, we're, we're constantly broadcasting events that either we or our ecosystem partners are setting up. For example, we'll have um, a workshop come up on how to set up a cage code for a small business who's never done that before, or how to apply for SAM.gov opportunity that's been posted. And there's constant resources being shared either on LinkedIn or our website, as I mentioned. And then also another really good um, event or workshop that we are constantly trying to promote is the Small Business Innovation Research, the Ciber and Setter events. So you can check out LinkedIn and our website as well and see those kind of events. And they will be very beneficial helping small business partners who have never really engaged with the government before learn how to do so.
1: Absolutely, thank you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, what are ways that listeners can connect with both of you if they're like thinking, "I want to learn more about the Tech Bridge"?
1: So, the the best way, um, Julie mentioned uh, LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is a is a great resource to kind of understand and follow along what we have going on. Um, email is always a good um, option as well. Mine is us.navy.mil. Hope you had a pen and paper for that.
2: and mine is very similar Uh, my email is julie.a.shaft.civciv at us.navy.mil okay thanks
0: for sharing so do either of you have any like really cool success stories that you want to tell our viewers right now
1: yeah. So I have one that I'd like to share. And this one came sort of early on in the tech bridge, but it still stands out as my favorite just because of the u- uniqueness of it. So um, I had a, a gentleman within our radar division here at Crane reach out. Um, he had some um, manufacturing shortage and obsolescence issues happening with a with a certain wire uh, that was in the middle of a microwave tube, and there was some some shortages with um, manufacturers that could manufacture it here in the United States, and so um, he was looking for a new source of supply for for this item. So uh, he came to us and In Three as our partnership intermediary and asked for us to do a bit of a tech scan. So what that is for the listeners is uh, looking again to that external ecosystem on who might be out there that could help solve this problem. So um, they found two different organizations that might be able to help him solve this problem. Um, The first was an academic institution that would do um, a metallurgy type experiment to try to find the, the components of a wire that would have the same characteristics um, that this specific wire did. And um, so that you, they could put it into the system and it would perform the same way as the other one did. The other, uh, the other one, and this is my favorite, um, the gentleman that they found was someone who was working on additively manufacturing uh, the two components together. Um, so. He was actually doing this for use in X-ray technology for the healthcare field, um, but In3 found this gentleman as a as a possible solution uh, for this problem. Um, the fun fact was this was sort of his side hustle that he was screen printing these two components together, like in his garage or something. Back to the garage guys. Um, but his primary income is that he's a prune farmer in Oregon. So. Wow. You know, it's not someone that you would typically find looking for wire solutions. You know, usually you'd take to Google and say, you know, how do I find this guy? Um, But it was really cool that IN3 was able to find this gentleman. And so then, of course, that connection was made between him and the folks at Crane. And so they're uh, going down the path of trying to figure out if this screen printing uh, methodology could could work for that for that application.
0: Okay. So my last question to close us out today is, why are you so passionate about working with the Tech Bridge? And I'm going to start with Ann, and then we'll go to Julie.
1: So for me, um, I was in the Army for a while before I came back home and started working for the Navy. So I know for those of you who watch the Army-Navy game, you know there's some real issues for me working for the Navy. Just kidding. Um, But I am thrilled that Army beat Navy this year. So just had to go Army. Had to put that out there. Um, But in all seriousness, I was in the Army um, from about uh, 2003 to about 2010. And I was somewhere between 18 and 25 during that time. And all of those folks around me were 18 to 25. And, you know, you feel old at the time, um, but in hindsight, we were all just babies. Um, Somebody's kid, somebody's brother, somebody's sister. Now some, you know, I have a lot of friends who are still out there, somebody's parent. Um, So for me, um, being able to impact our warfighters just a little bit from here in the heartland Means the world to me. So if it means that one of those babies gets back to see their mama, I'm all about it. If there's something that we can do here to help, I'm all about it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's a really good mission to have. And, you know, it's important, I think, to see the full circle of that and how, you know, here in the heartland we can help those that are that are out. That's really cool. Thanks. Okay, Julie, it's your turn. So I'm very
2: grateful to be a part of Naval X and the Midwest Tech Bridge and NSWC crane because here in this position, I have the opportunity to support some of the biggest challenges that our warfighter faces. And that to me is very meaningful. And it is very motivating to me to come to work every day, show up fully and do my best. And every day I feel very motivated and charged to do it again. So, Thank you.
0: Great. All right. Well, thank you ladies so much for coming on the show today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I love hanging out with you guys. You're so fun and I love being with you guys. So thanks for joining us on the show today. Everybody, that's a wrap for this episode, but don't forget that you can listen to our episodes on demand whenever you would like. And our next episode will come out the first Tuesday of every month. So thanks for watching and joining our conversation today and happy Tuesday.